Live from Griffith Park, it's Everything Reviewed. Today on Everything Reviewed, we review Coded. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Joey. And this is Everything Reviewed. We, we review, review everything. everything. And it's time to get goofy. And today on the pod, we review Conan. Conan. Now, let me start out by saying do it. Say it. We love Conan. Oh my God, we love Conan. This it, is going to be, we can say right now, I think this is going to be an 11. Oh my God, easily. We can so find out. If you during, want to turn off the episode, you can. You can st- go back. <laughs> if to you're one last of those people weeks. that listen for the ep- the review, the rank, the yeah. number, and not the talk, the yeah. discussion, t- turn it off. Turn it off. Put on Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Conan's yeah, podcast. listen to his podcast. It's a lot better. Yeah, he's got cooler people on Ted Danson. We've had cooler people on the Ted Danson. Who you think Ted Danson is cooler than Robert Schultz? Oh yeah, that's a tough one. I think Robert Schultz will turn into Ted Danson one day, and that's a compliment to both people. <laughs> I, I like to think it's not a gradual turn. It's like one day he wakes up and he's just Ted Danson. Yeah, like, oh, there it is. It's like happened. a body swap comedy. 34 years old. He <laughs> turned into Ted. I turned into Ted. And so can you. <laughs> and other funny stories by a man with a life led. Now, Joe, uh-huh. do you remember when you first started watching the old Conan? Do I? Or do you remember your first ever? Because I remember as a kid, uh, he would come on. I think it was early, uh, the late the late show, late night mm-hmm. uh, with Conan. And I remember my mom, while he was doing his monologue, said, he's got, he's got tall hair. Mm-hmm. Look at his hair. I remember my mom pointing out. And I was he, like, yeah, it is pretty high up there. It's, it's a, it's a, a floop. A floop. So that's that was my first memory. Your first memory was seeing his hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my mom pointing it out, and I was. I think that was the first time I ever paid attention to a television. You know, I have to say, my parents, specifically my dad, always had kind of cool taste in comedy. Yeah. Like I remember watching SNL with him. Mm-hmm. I remember him being like, "You should watch this." Yeah. Or like Conan. That's, I remember like him showing me Conan. That's a cool. Dad. And the thing is, I know this is played out at this point but i feel like the people we admire as comedians tend to love letterman mm-hmm. and I, but i i liked letterman but loved conan yes. conan was like always the cool one agreed love Con- i think a lot of comedians now love conan too i've heard a lot say that they're his fave yeah and he's like the essence he's just had the be- he's had the coolest career yeah joey's had the coolest career Joe. he's had the coolest career he started out uh he went to fucking harvard first mm-hmm. off so he's smart Smartman. Harvard boy, did the lampoon. Did the lampoon, wrote on The Simpsons, developed mm-hmm. some of the biggest characters on The Simpsons. Was writing partners with Greg Daniels, creator oh of The gosh. Office. Unbelievable. Believable, though. Also, I don't want to jump too far ahead. Uh, then wrote for SNL. Yes. Like the heyday era of SNL. Yeah, the Farley days, the Spade days. Mm-hmm. Spade, Spade days. days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, talk show host. Man, and then it handled... Uh, being ousted from the Tonight Show in the best way, the best possible Came way, out like a king, made a great documentary about it. Oh yeah, that documentary is awesome. I love Conan O'Brien. Can't stop. 
Everybody go watch that. Go watch it. Turn this off. Yeah. Go listen to his podcast, then watch the documentary, and <laughs> never come back to our show again. Also, he just has like such a cool uh, like attitude about it all. He does. Like, he always seems pretty happy about stuff. Like a general like happy demeanor. Mm-hmm. Just a cool dude. Yeah, this episode ain't going to be funny at all. I'm, it's got to be fun. We have to make it <laughs> funny. What the fuck are we doing? I God. Are we just going to talk about how much we like Conan? This is sucks. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing we don't like about him? Um, ah, there's nothing. Shit. Oh, I know. Uh-oh. At one point, he stopped doing his hair during quarantine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this won't be an 11. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that he has a wife and kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that he's married. I don't like that there's no room for me. <laughs> <laughs> Scoot over. Scoot over. Joey's coming. Yeah, that hair got a little crazy. I remember you brought that up to me, and I was like, no, I think it's cool. He's letting loose. And then I saw a thumbnail of a video, and I was like, that's yeah. what he's talking about. <laughs> Scary clown coat. Yeah, the quaff was not working. <laughs> <laughs> but those he was doing those shows at Largo, so yeah, made up for it when he did that. Not legally allowed to perform on TV tour or whatever. Mm-hmm. He went through Nashville, performed at Third Man Records, and I got that record. Oh, and it's great. Oh, it's cool. he plays um on the road again, but yes. the lyrics were changed to my own show again. Yeah, that was from the documentary, right? Yeah, he did that tour. Went That's on the a tour. tour. That's cool. Couldn't be on top. What was the thing? He couldn't be on. Yeah, because he couldn't be on yeah, TV. Yeah, because he was still like under contract or whatever. So he's like, fuck you. Let's perform. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said to Jay Leno, not to uh-huh. NBC. Fuck you. And he does a great Jay Leno impression. Also, great taste in like sidekicks and band leaders. Like we got Max Weinberg, Andy Richter, Weinstein. Jimmy Vivino. What? Isn't it Max Weinstein or is it Weinberg? No, it's Max Weinberg. Fuck, why? Who's Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> Max Weinstein. <laughs> Look, it would be anti Semitic, but I know you were just mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a Weinstein besides Harvey? His brother, Bob. Jimmy Vivino. Is that his name? Yeah, Jimmy Vivino. That is Max Weinsberg. What? <laughs> you're saying Jimmy Vivino is Max Weinstein? <laughs> Berg. Well, now you're doing it. I was. I thought you meant Max Weinstein. What about Max Weinberg? Who is Max Weinstein? The, there isn't one. You just said that. Because you said it. Jimmy Vivino. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Max Weinberg was the drummer for okay. Bruce Springsteen. Maybe that's where you got Steen. Oh. <gasps> from Springsteen. That's it because I think of him from Steen. Yeah, I was in Steen. He played with Bruce Springberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Yeah, you're just confused. It's because you're looking at your... What are you doing? No, you I was looking him up. Anyway, Max Berg and <laughs> Jimmy Vivino uh-huh. and Andy Richter. When Andy Richter left, did he replace him or no? He just did it solo. No, he just did it solo for solo, a while. Solo Conan. But what a weird job the like the co the the announcer, I guess is what they're called. Right? Yeah, I would I feel like that's a great job for like a few years. I don't know about the career, but you know, who no. am I? Who am I? Yeah. I would take it in an RB. But like it's a thing where I don't really remember I guess okay. So you got the music band leader, right? You got a uh, Paul Schaefer with Letterman. Yep. You got Jimmy Vivino and Max Weinberg. Then you got the comedian announcer. You got Andy Richter. Mm. You got uh, Hig- Steve Higgins on Higgins. Fallon. 
Does he still write on SNL or is he just yeah, a Fallon? He's been writing on SNL forever. That's crazy. You know what's so weird? If you go and watch like a political sketch from the 90s with like the C SPAN or whatever, mm-hmm. he's always the C SPAN voice the to voice. this day. Yeah. It's very weird to just be like, oh, yeah, that's that guy. Yeah, he's still. That's a pretty cool gig. And that job's like down the hall. He just yeah. <laughs> never left. What a legend. Can you we imagine, gotta, like, I got to work here during the day, and then I'll walk over there and work there at night. I mean, back. I imagine he is happy in life. Yeah. I would hope. What if he's just miserable? <laughs> I've been stuck in these hallways for a decade or two or three, probably longer, three decades. A decade. Hey, I've if, been here since 2011. If either of us ever gets uh, a SNL. talk show. Well, same way. Talk show. Talk show. Can the other one be the announcer? Please. Sidekick? And preferably me be the announcer because you... You have the, the voice show. for announcing. Yeah, and you have the skills for a hosting. I think we should have a talk show together where we both host. We could do- and make someone sit in the middle. We and both basically have our- <laughs> we just keep leaning forward and riffing with each other and yeah. we're just sitting there bored. We it'll be the same setup, but we each have our own desk on each side of the room. <laughs> we'll let the guest pick. Who do you want to sit Can next the to? Face completely <laughs> straight on to each other. So if you're in the audience, you're looking at two desks facing each other. <laughs> In the de- in the I like guest this just kind of sits in the background. And one side of the like my office area is painted red, and then your office area is painted blue. Mm-hmm. And basically, we see which way he goes. Like at the end of Airbud, where they see which person he wants to live with. Oh yeah, it's like see which coast, which show they want to be on. That's pretty cool. And we even paint the chair half and half. Remember Airbud when they he put out those vanilla pudding cups? Yeah, to make him. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Remember the part in Airbud where the guy yells at the ref to say. <laughs> this dog can't play. And then the ref says, there ain't no rule says a dog can't play basketball. And then the coach yells, well, put him in then. <laughs> and that's how they justify a dog playing <laughs> high school basketball. Don't they put like a jersey on him too? Also, yeah. Oh, yeah. And little <laughs> shoes. Another thing about Air Bud, while we're, <laughs> and again, this is the Conan episode. In Air Bud, don't, every time he shoots, I think, doesn't that hurt his nose? <laughs> I mean, that dog sh- could shoot basketballs, but with its face. You ever take a basketball to the face? Imagine just tossing a ball up and hitting it with your face. That would hurt. Dude. <laughs> Are you imagining it? Yeah, it's it. hurting me. Imagine me right now. Look at me. If I was holding a basketball and just tossed it. I would. It would light, but tossed it. It would hurt me really bad. Face. It I'd would be hurt. really upset at you. I wouldn't do that to you. It would hurt. So- I'd probably break my damn nose. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to do that. You ever broken your nose? No, thank God. Me neither. Not to date the pod, but the other day we had an earthquake. Oh, yeah. And I was like in and out of sleep all night. I just Mm. could not sleep that night. And I remember my head shot up. Like I was laying face down. (laughs) I shot my head up. And I truly was like, who's shaking my bed? (laughs) I like looked at the where someone could stand like the places of the bed where someone could kneel down and gently shake my bed <laughs> just to make sure there were no Matt. like goblins in there <laughs> you go Matt I go goblins <laughs> uh yeah that's funny yeah it was it, anytime that happens in the middle of the night I always just think oh god please stop don't be the one yeah and I get freaked out but then when it stopped I was asleep in seconds <laughs> I just went <laughs> Went right back to sleep. Yeah. I remember when I first moved to California, like within six days, there was a really bad earthquake, mm-hmm. and my guitar was on like a stand and it started to fall, and I had to grab it. I remember that. I was like, oh, this is scary. I don't like this. Yeah. 
Also, when I worked at that grocery store a couple years ago, there was also an earthquake when I was in the store. <gasps> that was terrifying because we just saw all the like hanging signs, like the aisles. Oh, and yes. Stuff, just swinging. It was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, I was at the Vista when Lord, don't let me die in the handy market. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you were in a movie. Yeah, and they had the big, those big pointy chandeliers, and those yeah. were swinging, dude. People ran out of the theater screaming. Jesus Christ. It was horrifying. Yeah. I've talked about this before, but I've been with the store, my girlfriend, shout out, mm-hmm. for about three earthquakes now, and every single <laughs> time have proven myself completely worthless. <laughs> I'm just freaking out. It's her that has to calm me down. Has there ever been a situation where you're at like a party or soiree or something, and someone comes over and says, how long have you been together, you two? And then you say three earthquakes, and she says four earthquakes, and then you look at each other like... <laughs> No, it's been three earthquakes. And then the guy who asked goes, somebody's in the doghouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As he pops like a order. And I'm like, I knew we shouldn't have come to this soiree. <laughs> Honey, you're going to do this here at the soiree? <laughs> at the soiree? Don't embarrass me at the soiree. We talked about this. In front of the hors d'oeuvre man. <laughs> <laughs> the hors d'oeuvre man. Anyway, Conan's good. He's got his show. Now, not the show. Wait, isn't he going to HBO or some shit? Oh, yeah. There, there's something there happening. They're canon Conan? There's something happening. Something with TBS or something. He's but moving Turner, over like each. Turner, Warner. There's something with... Turner, Werner. Turner, Werner, Gerner. There's all that insider. But I think, yeah. I think HBO is tethered to... Both Turner and uh, Werner and Werner, the Werner brothers, the Werner Turner brothers. But yeah, I think he's moving. It's he's already changed the format of that show. And honestly, like, yeah. good for him to try to figure out what kind of show he wants to do. Yes, talk also, shows are o- over with. When you think, yes, one hundred and fifty percent. I think they'll be back in some way, but I don't Not know what how they be. are now. Yeah. The format has been the same forever. I, every comedian shits on like Jimmy Fallon and stuff, and I agree with all of it. But here's what I will say: I know we're not talking about Jimmy Fallon, but when Late Night first started, when he was the Late Night host, Jimmy Fallon, yeah, that before was a, he was on yes. Tonight Show, he was doing a lot of the same shit, a lot of the games, mm. beer pong, all that shit. But something about it being late at night of like, let's get loose, let's have fun. That was cool. Yes, there was a fun element to that. I do think there is something to like the variety interview. I miss stand-ups on there. I miss. I love watching bands perform. Yes, all that's of them good. have cut that's that out even before. Yeah, I used to find musicians based on late-night shows. That's cool. In fact, two specific ones. Be your own pet was on Conan once. Shout out one of the best shows I've one of the best like song performances I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Be your own pet. They played bicycle, bicycle. You are my bicycle Whoa. on Conan. Look it up on YouTube. It's an awesome. Hell performance. yeah, look that up. And also going off that. Truly one of my all-time favorite bands playing on a late-night show. Death From Above 1979 oh. is playing their big hit, Romantic Rights, oh. on Conan. There's a part where there's kind of a breakdown and the drums cut out. And I, I don't know if you know Death From Above, but the drummer is the singer. Mm-hmm. So the drummer gets off his kit, bassist keeps playing the riff, he gets off the drum kit, sings this the vocal part. It's like the chorus over and over as the bass plays. Drums are cut out. You follow me? Uh-huh. Then... Who walks to the drum kit? But not Weinstein. Max Weinberg sits on the drum kit, oh! finishes the song, and he's he's got like his sport coat on, and it's like bunched up or something. So he like he keeps playing as he like rips his sport coat off and finishes the song, and it's like a fast like dancey punk song. That That's video, badass. I watched that video a million times. Also, it, for a long time, it was not on YouTube. It was on like some 
weird ass video site. Yeah. And I've multiple times like I should just download it and put it on YouTube. So I always know where it is because <laughs> I've watched it that many times. That's amazing. Don't matter if you're a Berg or a Steen, as long as you know how to play them drums. <laughs> That's the uncle where you're like, yeah, don't talk to him. He says some weird like anti-Semitic <laughs> shit. It don't matter if you're a Steen or a Berg. <laughs> Steen or Berg. Christina Berg. It's very funny to think of like an, anti- an anti-Semitic like music instructor. <laughs> like, Quit pinning the, that on me. But of all the places to like have that, I'm not saying you're anti-Semitic. Come on, baby. Unbelievable with I'm this I'm not guy. saying that. Don't pin this on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it'd be very funny to have a drum instructor be like, I don't care if you're Jewish, you can play drums. <laughs> like, yeah, fucking anybody can play drums. <laughs> I can't. You could. But play that's drums because right now on your legs. I'm Italian. Play drums. Oh! I can play the meatballs (laughs) You ever have like um, People say something nice about you And you're like I want to lock in this thing Like I don't I want to remember this compliment Really take it Absolve it You ever have those Where you're like Okay This one's really nice Maybe this is just me For my own mental health But sometimes I'll get like a nice compliment I'm going to hang on to this like, try to remember this feeling. This is oh, a good... Oh, yes, of course, of you know, course. Like this yeah, specific yeah. thing really made me feel... For sure. There was one time where I was first meeting uh, now ex-girlfriend's parents uh-huh. for the first time, mm-hmm. and her mom told her, and then she relayed this to me, that she said I was very Conan O'Brien-esque. Oh. And I was like, never forget this compliment. <laughs> That's amazing. As nice as a compliment could be. Uh-huh. That is. Now, why she said that, I don't know. He's an interviewer. (laughs) (laughs) Because you asked her, hey, uh, so... I was like, so the the movie movie coming out. (laughs) So the daughter's got a new boyfriend. Um, He seems fairly nice. We don't know. Time will be told. Yeah. Time will be told. I went to a Conan taping once. Tell me about it. It was great. Tell me about it. Tell me about (laughs) it. Did you ever? We've all been to... (laughs) It was good. It was at it was at obviously the TBS show, yeah. and this was a few years back, and it was a lot of fun. He was very funny. He talked to the crowd, and I don't remember who the guest was or what the show was, but I remember enjoying it, and yeah. I liked that I got to go. I also went once, but yeah. I don't remember who the guest was, or I remember we went on a work day. Oh, we left because oh, work. you worked on the lot. I was on the lot. There was an intern at Conan. So I worked at a show called Undateable. Shout out. With Ron Funches. Funchy. And Brett Moore and no other stand-ups, Ron. <laughs> but uh, no, I used to work on that. And there was a kid who would like come by and wanted to go to tapings. I was like, yeah, we'll get you in. And that kid was an uh, intern on Conan. Uh, he was like, hey, if you l- like, you've let me into a few of these, can I ever get you guys tickets? I was like, hell yeah, get us on the show. He, he goes into your tapings while he's supposed to be working on Conan. <laughs> They're like, where the hell's... Uh- Brad. Also, this show's Brad. like... Brad, I always use your dad's name. <laughs> you can use Brad. It's a common name. But I don't want it to be bad on Brad's. No, bad on Brad's. Don't be bad on Brad's. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, where's Christopher? <laughs> He's supposed to be getting our coffees. And it's like him at Undateable clapping. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Conan. I've been to Fallon Tonight Show. Uh-huh. Or maybe it was late night. Actually, I think it was late night still when I went. Shout out. And I went to shout out the late night with Jimmy Fallon. And I went to an SNL dress rehearsal. That's cool. Of like the big ones that are still. I went to a Pete Holmes taping. No big deal. <laughs> Wait, he was on it? No, no Pete Holmes. Oh, had oh, a, oh, I think of an SNL. Show. I was <laughs> no. like, holy hell. Uh, no, but uh, of all those, 
the common thread is it's always so much smaller than you think it is. Yeah, it's weird seeing it in It person. is like the late night stage at Fallon was like, it's at maybe a hundred so people. Small. Yeah, it's really weird. I was like, I'd be comfortable performing and, in this room. Yes, and the desk and the host, like in the guest and the host, are mm-hmm. so close together. Oh yeah, they're right next to each other. Yeah. It doesn't seem that way on TV. Or like Shout I remember the people watching, being at SNL, being like, oh, it, it's like three sets. Yeah, and the other they have like swing sets that'll be like on the sides and stuff. But basically, there's like three big sets. And do you see them like moving shit around on the other one while they're yeah. taping? That's crazy. Um, we we touched on it, but Conan has made the jump to podcasting. Yeah. And Our then they called him the, 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 the king of pod, like revolutionizing podcasting and all yeah. the big podcasts and then, got upset. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Maron's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Mark Maron checked out. <laughs> <laughs> Who are your guys, Conan? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I got to say, Conan's podcast is super entertaining. It's good. He's a very talented man. So it's like, of course, you know. There are times where I can tell he's taking interest in someone, but also like, you know, interviewing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is his job. But I think just the loose format really helps. Yeah, agreed. And his and his assistant Sona and Matt Gorley. Yeah. I've all... still never heard of that guy or any of his podcasts. What? But I've heard of him through you. He's like a podcast uh, god. Well you know who loves Gorley him? God? Is Yaki? Yaki. Gorley. Yaki. Wasn't it? He said he's a Gorley boy. A Gorley boy is what that hat has said, right? <laughs> Is that one of his 12 hats? I think that, yeah, I think he got a, uh, it was like an air spray hat, yeah. wasn't it? Like on the beach? Yeah. We got to have Yaki back on here. Yeah, huh? what the hell? Yaki, get back on here. Yaki, get over here. Yaki, you're invited back on if you're listening to this right now. But we if get you're Yaki not, back. He's invited if he listened to this. We could get Yaki back. Yaki back, Yaki back, Yaki. Yaki. Back on the pad. <laughs> Uh, okay, do you see this girl behind me? Look at her staring at me. She's still staring. She stopped, but she was, yeah. She was like, what are they doing? We're speaking. Your window's open. You can hear it clear as day. She I looked, know. She looked back and she hears you. Did yeah. she? Yeah. Right now? Yep. And she, she heard everything you just said. Yeah! <laughs> I did that for the fans. Yeah, it's good. I was defending the pod. Yeah, <laughs> Defend the pod. Defend Hold up a sticker that pod. says, the, do you have the pod sticker In on defense. you? defense. <laughs> Tell her to listen to my old show. <laughs> I say, this is what we're recording yeah. right now. It's on What's like, a Creative. They released one since 2017. <laughs> it says they're on Campfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So Conan decides, I'm going to do a podcast. Mm-hmm, Does a deal with Earwolf, one of the biggest podcast networks. Yep. Gets Gorley, one of the biggest podcast Gourley hosts. Boy. Who knows what he's doing. Uh-huh. And... Credit where credit's due. Gorley's crushing that edit. He is. He's Those doing, shows are great. Yeah, he's doing a good job on it. Wait, I know we talked about this a long time ago, but w- what do you think like the future of late night talk shows is? I just don't think, I think the format's over with because we have like podcasts and stuff now and there's just mm-hmm. so many other, because what are like the big circuits people do now for like movies and stuff? Yeah, it's talk shows, but then it's like there's big podcasts. There's like yeah. serious XM shows and stuff, but like. It's just a different kind of, like, obviously it's not The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson and then your whole career has changed. Right. It, there's more of them now. Got and invited like, to the couch. Yeah. Oh, and that was such a big thing. I just don't know. I just, my problem always used to be with talk shows is I'd want to hear real talk from, like, comedians and, like, how they got started and stuff. So my point being, I like, like, pod, long-form podcasts because people can actually talk, which right. Conan does now on his podcast. Mm-hmm. I also so, think he really benefits from the lack of like cutting a commercial, yeah. Um, go, worrying about the cards or like a sponsor or plugging the thing. It's just yeah. like 
he's always quick to make the joke and make it entertaining, which is good. But also, it is nice to like hear the the kind of prim and properness of it all come down a little. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, they're not bad, but they're not good anymore. You know? <laughs> but Conan definitely does it the best. He's by far the best talk show host, and there's not anyone close to him. I'm hmm. sorry. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I like the other guys, but uh, Jimmy Kimmel is just crying all the time, and I know he's got a purpose, but I've, I feel bad. Obs- someone hugged that guy. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon gets shit on because he's so dorky. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Colbert, my God, his show was so good on Comedy Central. People loved it. And yeah. now it just, I feel like he just got sucked in the machine, yeah. Joe. And nobody cares. Machino Grigio. Now, can I switch gears? Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask you have you ever seen Look Well? Do you know about Look Well, Conan's pilot? No, you've told me about this. God. I need to see it. Okay, this is like such a comedy nerd thing. I love comedy okay. nerd things. Anyone who cares. I mean, people listening might even know it, but Conan made a pilot called Look Well. I think he wrote it with Smigel. Oh. And so this show was a, I think it was like 91 or something. It's like early 90s. And he made this pilot and it started Adam West, Batman. TV's Batman, yeah, this who later became this. a big character on Family Guy. Yeah, like most people know Adam West from Family mm-hmm. Guy. But look, well, the premise was he played like a guy who was a TV action hero, like a Batman, mm-hmm. and it's him wanting to like solve crimes in real life. It's so funny. I love it already. It is so insanely funny. Adam West is incredible, and it never got picked up or what? Didn't get picked up, but it's one of those like. This pilot's so good. It's famous for not getting picked up. Shit. I know. It's on YouTube. You can watch it still. How, how does someone in Conan's position... That sh- proves how hard it is to fucking get a show. Because I think 91, he wasn't doing late night yet. I think oh, it was like oh, oh, post-SNL. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Was he on... I don't know when he was on I don't on know when he... SNL. Yeah, 91 was like... I think like Jay Leno was still like... That was like his early tonight. Because when did Carson retired? Like early nineties, I thought. Yeah, or maybe late eighties. <clears throat> Who knows? Who cares? Carson from Nebraska, Omaha. Shout out, Johnny Carson's from Omaha. Yeah, and dude, there's this book. I was working with this guy who read this book about Johnny Carson. It was like Johnny Carson's old like lawyer friend. It like knew him very well. <laughs> Wait, you worked with a guy who read a book? <laughs> yeah, he read a book written by Johnny Carson's lawyer about Johnny Carson and okay. like his glory days and how yeah. like fucked up he was. How sad of a man he was. Wow. And how big of a drunk. That big Nebraskan drunk bitch. <laughs> but it sounds amazing and like he was a loner and he died alone. Sounds amazing. Shit. No one really cares about drunk him when he and died alone, because he was just like mean. But he was also nice. And, and he was friends with Frank Sinatra. Yeah. So that book's out there. all the time. I don't know what the name of it is, but... Just look up Johnny Carson book. <laughs> Johnny Carson book lawyer. People who buy Johnny Carson book lawyer also buy Tamagotchis. I'm buying fucking Tamagotchis for Johnny. Tama Johnny. Johnny. Tama Johnny. 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 That's what he says when he tickles his nephews. Johnny Gotchi. Johnny Gotchi. Running back Christ. in the fields of Nebraska <laughs> on Easter. Man, you got Johnny Carson, you got Warren Buffett, Adam Devine, Larry the Cable Guy. Uh, yeah, really. Internet. <laughs> wow. What a deep dive and from the top two. Malcolm X. And 
Justin Sherman. Uh oh. And don't forget Jack and Jack Vinestein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember and Jojo Siwa. Jojo Siwa. <laughs> I'm going to edit that Is part she from out. Omaha? No, say it again. Jojo Siwa. One of my favorite things Conan does. And I think, again, does this better than any of the late night talk show hosts and any comedian out there. Mm. His remotes, Conan remotes, when he goes wherever, they're amazing. Yeah. His bits with Jordan Schlansky. Oh, Schlansky. Schlansky. The best. He's so damn funny. If I were Conan, I'd just do the podcast fucking and have my show just be sketches and remotes and shit. Which is basically what it is, but you yeah. know what I'm saying. Well, he did those like Without Borders episodes. Yeah. where he tra- it's it's insane how good he is in that because he's. Uh, you think about how uncomfortable that kind of shit is and to be in, and he navigates it so well. So well, and he does it before the audience. You hear the laugh track because he shows it to the an audience during yeah. the show. He doesn't have any of that shit, so he. And I assume he's in the edit, and he's like telling. He know, edits it. He edits it himself. Does he? He sits there on premiere. No, I, he, you know what I mean. He marks in and out. Because the editing's so clear. It's so no, it, very, it's, it's timed so very well. well yeah. I mean, and if someone else edits that, shout out to them. I'm sorry I took all the credit I don't away. think Conan edits it. I was just doing a little You fun. don't think he sits in and he's like, chup, chup, I'm chup. sure he watches it and gives notes. Are you sure? He's probably got a guy that does it and he trusts, like he says, Jordan Schlansky. You or that intern that I was going. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I got to hurry up and get back. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his laptop. He's cutting. He's cutting the remotes during Undateable. To shout out. Out real quick, go look up Conan's remote when he goes to the Taco Bell headquarters. There is a scene where they uh, <laughs> introduce the queso lupa. Yeah. And he says he has a very funny bit about trying it and eating it, and he acts like he's poisoned, and he <laughs> commits to this bit of him like having a seizure, and he falls on the ground, and it's the funniest. The commit, the com- the commission is what the I almost commission. said. The commission says it's funny. <laughs> The, his commitment to these bits are unbelievable. Yeah, he's really good. He, he commits to the bit. And I think it's crazy how many like iconic remotes he has. Like it, Even when we brought up, it's like, oh yeah, well there's like so many. The old-timey baseball one. Mm-hmm. There's Well, also he, I think that's where Triumph started too. Yeah. The remotes Triumph was like a late night thing. Yep. Uh, you've got when he got China, Korean when he, Spa when with Steven del- Yun is oh. so good. When he delivered Chinese food in New York, that's a oh, that was a later a one. one, and that was oof. Uh, also, he I don't think he gets quite enough credit for finding like a lot of younger comics and like giving them opportunity, like because he had so many writers like Brian Stack, yeah, who would like be on the show, yeah, you know. He gave John Pete Glazer, Holmes. John Glazer, he gave Pete Holmes his show, and what's the guy uh, uh, McBrayer? Is it McBrayer? Or Jack McBrayer. Jack McBrayer. Yeah. That stuff, great. All that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And again, this wasn't fucking funny, but I had to add it. Now, now, <laughs> <laughs> look, we're just now. How can we make we like the guy? Yeah. Also, we should have said this earlier. Like uh, Conan, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> dear Conan. Uh, no, uh, fuck. I thought of something. I forgot it. Say it. No, the well, I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> Say something funny. I also think he does a good job of, he does the right kind of like self-deprecation. Yes. The joke's always on him. And even like when they they do like a bit in the studio, he always kind of makes the face of like, oh my God, I can't believe we did this. Yeah. Also, go on. We didn't talk about the string dance yet. Oh my God. The The string string dance. dance. Iconic. 
Iconic. Touching his nipples on camera. Even if you don't know it, you know it. You know it. There's something so joyous. Even when he used to like come out and just do the monologue, I feel good. Mm-hmm. When I interned out here, I watched it every single night. Like I'd watch like the taping, like the live show. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking because I was at the Oakwoods, and I was like, they were like right down the road. That's where he used to live. So close. Who Conan? Yes, lived at the Oakwoods. Yes, he's talked about it. We were neighbors. You guys were you could you. you are, that's why. You, that's why your ex's parents thought you were Conan esque because I was because you had the same smell as the yeah, Oakwoods. You, you smell like Conan the Oakwood. That's what the mom was thinking. He smells like Oakwood. He smells like Conan. Remember when we smelled Conan, honey? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> smell this boy. He smells just like Conan. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. Thank you. Uh, you know, uh, I know in a TV writer's room, the person whose name on the script doesn't necessarily mean they wrote the whole thing. It's a collaborative process, but worth noting that Conan is the writer on Marge versus Monorail, one of the all-time best Simpsons episodes. <gasps> Huge. Huge episode. He was involved in it. Mm-hmm. Great app. They have a whole song, the whole n- song number about the guy selling them a monorail. Yeah. I put the mic up to my stomach to hear if you can, because it's making noises. Let's hear it. It already went by. Can we get another stomach noise? It was like... Did you hear it? A little bit. We'll have to see. Does that mean you weren't listening to me talk about the monorail? No, I heard the monorail. That I... That's... <laughs> it sounds just... I admire him for his career and what he's done. Like, just the idea of, like, I used to write on a TV show. That sounds pretty cool. Can I tell you that I knew you weren't paying attention when I was talking about Marjorie I, I did! I was! And I was looking at you, and I, I could tell you were back. distracted, but to find out... <laughs> That's your stomach? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> no wonder you were trying to hear it. Shit, can I get, you're going to make it self-conscious. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now it's all insecure. It sounded like. <laughs> yeah, now my stomach's embarrassed, you dick. <laughs> no, I was. I was, Joe. <laughs> no, but it was just. I just don't know that episode. I know, it was just yeah. so funny to be looking at you. Well, I had my just, mic against my then, stomach. And then you you immediately tell me you were trying to hear if your stomach was making noise. <laughs> Holy shit. Imagine if those ladies were still there watching you while you did that stomach thing. They're like, we are sick of this. Get going. Why did you park here? Our kids are outside. Putting stickers on my window. Did I ever tell you about when I landed in Omaha late night? I was with my, my sister picked me up from the airport and we were with the store and uh-huh. we went to the McDonald's drive through. I had never had a Big Mac, Joe. This was like a year or two ago. What? Yeah. You had your first Big Mac first a year Big ago? Big Mac a year ago. Whoa. So I was like, I want to try Big Mac. Because I've always been like picky growing up, like yeah. with the burgers. I'm just the cheese and burger kind of guy. Okay? Yeah. And I explore now. Now I put more stuff on it. But anyway, we're going through the drive through. explore. And we got some chicken nuggies and some uh, uh, Big Mac. And my sister asked for a ranch, and she gave us one ranch, and we asked for an extra ranch. And the lady at the, and the lady at the, she was an older lady. And she goes, or no, she gave us two. They were in the bag, and we asked for one more. There's three of us. We all want our own ranch. And she goes, honey, I already gave you two. Does fucking employees at McDonald's get charged from their own goddamn paycheck <laughs> to give one fucking more ranch? I'll give you $7 for one. You have told me this story. I don't know if it was on the podcast. I hate it. Just give me more. It's like the same thing with, like, Chipotle employees not putting more rice. In. Fill the bitch up! Do they get yelled at? Someone tweet me and let, school me on this. I will 
in their defense, and I'm, I, I agree with in you. Defense. I agree with you here, but I will say that in some places where people might be asking for a lot of sauces because they're free and they're trying to like supplement food, like a more mm. city urban environment. Yeah. I understand that. I understand why, like in LA, you'll see a lot of see, like we LA. charge after more. This is fucking Omaha, Nebraska on 180th and Maple. No, this is like <laughs> this is like 72nd and Maple at yeah, fucking 1 a.m. Yeah, give me just sauce. Give me, yeah, don't make it a thing. And I think I told you this the other day, but that thing where I hope I didn't say this on the podcast. If I did, but you can't do it again. That thing where you're like, you you go to a restaurant, and you're like, you ask like, do you want anything with it? He's like, yeah, can I get ranch? And they give you like one or two, and he's like. Could I get like? Could I get a little more ranch? Sorry, yeah. and then they give you like six boxes worth to be like, "Fuck uh, you!" Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like it's like no. I just wanted like three more. Jeez, chill out. Yeah, that happened to me in Lincoln after a Husker game. I asked for more rice on my Chipotle bowl, and this motherfucker, the bowl was only rice. <laughs> it, he put so much. He was so pissed. Why? He was so angry. I don't know why. I he just put filled it up, at. and I ate it all. And it was bad. And we like went out. It was a it was a morning game and I got that. I was drunk. I ate all that. I also had two slices of Valentino's pizza walking cool out of the seat. I should not have been eating. Who? Cool. Who cool this guy? guy? Look at this guy when he gets out from the back seat. He looks cool. What's cool about him? Well, he just has like a cool look. You know, he's got like a beanie, some like cool glasses. Oh, he's got a kid. Look, that's a cool dad. That is I think a he's really got a cool chain. Dad. Oh, I like those shoes, too. He, he looks he's like cool. he dressed with intention, which is something I feel like I used to do and yeah. I've since given up on. Well, because we don't go out anymore. But once we go out again, you're going to be dressing with all sorts of plans. Are we going to go out, you and I? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah? Oh, it's coming. This summer? Fuck off. <sighs> fuck away fuck from off. me. <laughs> Everyone fuck off this summer. I'm out with Joe. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're going. Horny devs, public house. We gotta get. Yeah, that's the dream. Finally, <laughs> we can go back to public house. <laughs> I just say that because Barnabas brought it up today. So shout out, Barnabas. Can you get horny devils somewhere else? Like I don't know. Devils? I'm sure, but we gotta tweet us, horny devils. Yeah, this guy. I don't tweet know, us, you can horny you see, devils. Can you see this guy still, or is it just my angle? No, I can see him. He kind of has that like R and B like smooth talk where you're kind of like your eyes kind of look sad, you yeah. know, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> hey girl Y'all gotta watch the videos for that Hey girl <laughs> I've never looked like that I look more like a uh, retriever who saw food <laughs> That's kind of my vibe yeah, My vibe My vibe yeah. Alright guys Maybe should I was be... just attracted to that guy I think you might want to Maybe I just him. thought he was hot I mean he's a dad Yeah He's a hot dad A, a dilf Adilf, let's end this so we can go get your that guy's number. Hey, I know you're <laughs> married and you have wife. a full family, but <laughs> and they're would you here. mind giving my friend Joe a chance? <laughs> and they're here. I just have good things to bring to the table, I the think. The wife was like, oh, no, I don't mind. Sir, oh, I, yeah, honey, have fun. I swear I used to dress with intention. And it'll come back this summer. <laughs> horny devil, sir? <laughs> just, Could I interest you in a horny devil? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you and me go out and get a couple horny devils? <laughs> Leave the kids at home. Sweetie, yeah, two watch, horny devils. Watch the kids. I'm going to get beer with that guy we met. <laughs> the gentleman will have a horny devil, and I will also have a horny devil. <laughs> Thank you. Should we? Go to the Rating Factory. Well,
Welcome, guys, to the Rating Factory. We reviewed Conan, and yeah. now we're going to give our final thoughts. I'm going to give my final thoughts first because I love what? Conan. Okay. I think he's the best talk show host. It doesn't mean I don't like the other ones. I just think he's significantly better than all of them. And I think he's a very funny man. I think I'd go as far to say Conan maybe he's for sure top three favorite comedians of all time, including stand-ups. He's up there. Yeah. So uh, look up to him. He's a very iconic figure, and I hope he keeps going forever and doesn't ever retire. And hide in a fucking garage like Jay Leno. I like Jay Leno too. But Conan, number one. Yeah. Joe? Um, my final thoughts, I really hope this doesn't sound pretentious. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like as I was growing up and be going like, oh, I think I want to do comedy and like explore being like a comedic personality. I think I never really wanted to do stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I like acting, but I'm not like gung-ho on like I am a comedic actor yeah and I think seeing Conan was like oh there's like a trajectory I really think is cool someone who I'd like to be like I think he's also just got like the right mindset he seems like a positive the way his approach to comedy is something I really admire and appreciate I love Conan O'Brien hell yeah I love Conan O'Brien I love Conan O'Brien all right, so with all that in mind, Joe, we're going to give a scale of 1 to 10. We're going to pick a number, yeah. and we're going to say it at the same time. We got to. On the count of Papa John Hodgman. Papa, Papa John, John Hodgman 10. 10, 10, 10 that's the same number. We did it. Bump it up. It's an 11 it's an for 11. Conan. 11 for Conan. We told you it would be, and it was. Woo! Although, let's not forget the quarantine haircut. We just need a little asterisk. It's yeah, an 11, yeah, yeah, but yeah, a, remember. Yeah, like, don't, remember that. Yeah. Don't let that slide under the rug. Like, we love him, but... Let's not forget. Uh Uh-uh, don't forget. Mm-mm. All right, guys. Thanks for listening again. <laughs> Send us things to review. Thank you for all the nice oh, yeah. messages. If you've hit us up, we've got we some really nice ones. So lately. many, it's nice very messages. sweet. Thank, Thank you, you guys. And Although no one's last... fucking reviewed us on iTunes. Yeah, last yeah. week I said, "Can you review us on iTunes?" And no one did. Somebody, please. Yeah. Take someone else's phone. Also, and do it. when I went to go look, you know, it's in like order, mm-hmm. and I forgot that we had so many people shitting on Matt Law, the guy that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Give thanks for that. Review. Thanks for having our back on that Matt Law bullshit. And then I saw the one you reviewed that was like, shut up, Matt Law. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't, I've never thought this until right now, but there's a good chance that somebody we know, and to that person, we will find you, much like Alex from Target, and we will we'll kill, kill you. you. <laughs> and you know what's funny about it, too? In that review, which I reread and I got right back into the way yeah. I felt originally. <laughs> Um, he's very disappointed in the show. He doesn't like our humor, the bad radio DJ impressions. Yeah. But he also says he really liked the concept and was let down. I can't imagine like, I'd love a podcast where they review everything <laughs> and then listen to him like, oh, they're trying to be funny too much. Like, what did you expect? Yeah. Our concept is arguably the weakest part of our show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we avoid it so much. <laughs> it's That's a funny. means to us talking. Yeah. So, in fact, off. in this episode, we actively didn't talk about the topic to make jokes. Yes. To so, make jokes. To make jokes. To make jokes. I'm not going to do it. I did it. You did it. But I'm not going to. I'm not going to do That's it. That's the clip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey. Be happy. Be, be safe. safe. We, we love you. you. Be happy. Be be safe. safe. We We love love you. you. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Everything Reviewed. Our logo is by Matthew Dwyer. And if you liked listening to this, could you tell somebody about it, please? Please! That's all.